Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Last week, we started the series of Stress Out. We are trying to push stress out. We talked about letting joy be that vehicle. Letting joy be the conduit the thrust behind that. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. What a wonderful, beautiful day in Southern California. I pray that you have had a great week. I pray that you have been energized knowing that this church, our connect leaders, our pastoral staff, our church office, our admin, all the behind the scenes of the media are doing everything we can to be there for all of us as we work through this. We don't want anybody being discouraged. We want you to choose joy. We don't want anybody being stressed. We want to get stress out. And today is week two of our series called Stress Out. I was thinking as I was kind of driving in today, I'm glad it's not called stressed management. I'm so glad that through the power of God that we can push past some things and not just manage it for the rest of our life, but the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, can set us free. And so we're not talking about stress management. That's something the secular world talks about. We're talking about being set free through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I'm believing that we are going to help you in this series to get stress out. This here will be our common verse every Sunday. And it says this, But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life. And that they come upon you suddenly like a trap. Suddenly like a trap. Let me read you an excerpt from the NIV. Luke chapter 21 and verse 34. I'm just going to read you the first part because this is what is so amazing to me. The first two words starts out in this verse, be careful. Hey, turn to someone in your family there and say, be careful. Or your hearts will be weighted down. Be careful. I want to preach to you. I want to teach you. I want to bring revelation and application to you today on stress out. Heavenly Father, once again, as we are learning new ways to do church, to dissimilate information and power and peace and hope and to move stress out of our lives. Today is another day. I pray that you'd anoint me, God, from this house of worship to every screen and mobile device that is watching this on Sunday and the coming days in our archives. Let them feel an anointing. Let them feel a voice of encouragement a space of hope as we work together under the power of the Holy Ghost. 
Let this prayer leave Old Town Temecula and touch people worldwide that are watching this. In the name of Jesus, I pray the prayer. If you receive that and you claim it, shout amen in your home this morning. Amen. Amen. God bless you. If you're still standing, you can be seated. Again, thank you for being here today. The Bible says, be careful. Now, time out right there. Anytime the Bible says, be careful, we need to pay attention. You see, because this is the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit through Luke who wrote this. This isn't a man telling us to be careful. This is God telling us to be careful. Be careful is straight from God, and he wants us to pay attention. It's an emphasis point. Be careful, or your hearts will be weighted. We're going to really focus today on that word. That's a heavy word. We're going to focus on it so it will make more sense as we preach and we get further into the message. It says, be careful or your heart will be weighted down with dissipation, drunkenness, and anxieties of life. That's a key word I want to bring to you this morning. Anxieties. Now, I understand that's a huge category. Last week, we talked about time. Today, I want to talk a little more specific about anxieties as we move forward. Again, our series is Stress Out. Last week, it was entitled Choose Joy. This week, I'm entitling this to Live Light. And the reason the series is on time, and the reason you may feel it's appropriate right now, is because our culture is we are facing the anxieties more than ever, ever before. We have another week that is peeled off of the shelter in place. Anxiety begins to set in. And I think that you would agree with me that the busier we get and the more stressful things are, that it brings anxiety to our life with our jobs, with our relationships, social media, with our pace of life that we live, and the amount of pressure on our finances. There is a ton of anxiety. Interesting, throughout the Bible, anxiety was always connected to weight. Anxiety is connected to weight. And this is why I really want to focus on this today, because I'm bringing revelation to you. I'm bringing application to you about stress out, stress out of my life. Get the stress out of my life. In fact, I don't think that we can get stress out unless we deal with the weight because anxiety leads to weight and weight leads to anxiety. You see, it's a cycle. If I have weight in my life, I'm going to have anxiety. If I have anxiety in my life, I'm going to be weighted down. And I think if we were to say one thing that frames it up in our culture today, it is the weight, the weight of life. The stress is just everywhere. This life is not just because of bad people. This is the weight that all of us have faced at different times. You see, what I believe this morning that I'm preaching to some good people. I'm preaching to some godly people. I'm preaching to some whole people in God. But for all of us, this is a weight that we didn't plan on. We didn't plan on things happening the way they were. We didn't plan on things happening the way they are. And we weren't born with this weight on us to come. You heard of Mike Tyson, I'm sure, back in the boxing days. And he said this, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And all of us are facing more anxieties of this life. 
and they are bringing weight to us. It's like life has punched us in the mouth, punched us in the stomach. But we all had a plan. But this COVID-19 is sheltering in place and all the battering back and forth with the political and the medical arena, it's stressful. What is the right story? What is the true news and what is the fake news? What is half true? What is half fake? And if you're not careful, you can get overwhelmed trying to discern exactly how does this work and how does this play out. That brings weight. And again, weight brings anxiety. And when we think about life, it's easy to focus on these anxieties. But we need to make sure that we need to remember exactly how amazing life is. I really think that we live an amazing life. We're in America. We're in a free and blessed country. We have a great life. So for some of you that are listening to me today, part of the anxiety, a part of the, the weight might be you're worried about how things are going to work out. But if you'll just zoom out a little bit, open the aperture on your camera of life and realize exactly how amazing life is. Don't forget, there is heaviness in the world, but still life is pretty amazing. Some of these things that we're carrying, we're carrying the weight where life has punched us in the face and it's hit us pretty hard. And we've never planned on carrying this hurt before. Maybe you have a hurt. And that hurt, if it's a weight in your life, it will create anxiety. And for some of you, maybe it's a loss. You've lost a loved one. You've lost a spouse. You've lost a child. You never saw it coming. It was an accident or it was a disease. But regardless, you're here now and you have that loss. And maybe you walk in grief at times. Grief is a weight that you're carrying. I'm preaching to a wonderful group of people today about helping us get stress out. I don't think that we can eliminate stress completely because we are living and we all have a plan, but things happen. But if we have grief in our life, we're carrying it. And that's real, and I validate it. And that grief only breeds to more anxiety. The fear that comes along with the grief puts us more in a position to be anxious. It's anxiety. And that's the big idea of this whole list this morning that I want to push out grief. I want to push out shame. Some of you might be wrestling with shame. That shame will keep us in fear, will keep us away from our future. Maybe there's some shame in your life of some things that you did and people don't know. And it brings a weight, and the weight brings anxiety, and the anxiety brings stress. But I'm preaching to you that we really do have a great, amazing, incredible life. And there is a weight that you're never meant to carry these weights that we find ourselves in. And as life begins to clip along, and the older you get, maybe your world gets bigger, and the stress gets heavier, and that weight is just grinding you to powder, and life become really hard. That would be very hopeless if I were to say, it's on you forever, and you have to carry this forever. Frustration trauma, powerlessness. I was thinking about maybe there's someone who is watching today that just maybe, maybe there's a marriage or it's a situation in the workplace where you just feel powerless and you feel stuck. So 
I don't know if you're on that pathway, but maybe you're on the very beginning of it. Maybe you find yourself somewhere on the path of powerlessness. And you cannot figure out how to move yourself forward. When we start carrying weight, we manage it at first. And at some point, we become overburdened because we're trying to manage this. Maybe in some lives that I'm speaking to today, it's delayed grief. You went through something, but you're still grieving years later, and it's hard to talk about. And you think you should be over it, but you're still grieving, and you're trying to work through it, and you're embarrassed to share with someone. For some of you, maybe it's a bad financial decision, and the finances are weighing heavy on you right now. You're overburdened. For some of you, maybe it's broken relationships with friends or family, and it's weight and it's anxiety, and it's pressure, and it's stress, and you're overburdened. And maybe for some of you, it's a mistake that you've made, and you want to go back and fix it, but you can't go back in time, and so you're overburdened. And I think the bottom line is this, that at some point, our backpacks fill up, and we're wearing it, and it just gets heavy. It just gets heavy. We never planned on it. We never saw it. We just carry it long enough, and at some point we become overburdened. And when it becomes too much, here's what happens. We begin to self-medicate. Self-medication is an interesting thought because it's really just the moment that we realize that we're overburdened. And we realize there's a problem, but instead of looking to the people who could actually help us, we look within ourselves to solve the problem. I call it self-medication. Some of those problems that were done to us, and they were very confusing. Some of those problems we did to ourselves, and we put ourselves in that situation. And so we self-medicate. Has any of you sat in front of Netflix and used it for more than just an entertainment? It's like, I just want to forget about everything. And then what they call is a Netflix binge, a Hulu binge. You're not really paying attention. You're not really tracking with the storyline and the narrative and the backstory. You're just wanting to disconnect. It's a, it's a form of self-medication. I just need something to help me get through the day to get my mind off what I am overburdened on, to get my mind off my anxiety, to get my mind off my stress. Maybe for some it's eating. An escape from the moment. You could say, well, that's not bad. It isn't sin, is it? No, but it's just in small pieces. But a piece after another piece after another piece after another piece. It begins to add up. I liken it to what I struggle with or maybe what I'm up against. I'm a diabetic. And when I'm at parties and social gatherings or events, people are having these amazing, wonderful desserts. And they ask, oh, pastor, here, have a cookie. It's just, here's the quote that comes back to me. It's just one cookie, it won't kill you. True statement. But come on, folks, who can stop at one cookie? Who can stop at one piece of chocolate cake? So it's not the one cookie. It's the next piece and the next bite and the next batch and the next dozen and the next, and you get in this cycle. So what is easiest for me is say, no, I can't do that. 
I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I wish I really could do it. But I just know myself. I'm going to sneak around and grab another cookie. And then I'm going to sneak around and grab another cookie. It's just small little bites. And here's where it takes us. We start self-medicating, and now we're going to be driven to normalized. Just something to justify. It's normal for me. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah, that one cookie, that's really not. In the scheme of a diabetic and your blood sugar and how long you live, one cookie, it's not really that bad. True statement. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, that, that's true. You got me. It's just that one time. But the truth is we're just fighting to normalize. It, but can I tell someone this morning that it never really works to normalize. You see, the ultimate plan of the enemy is when he gets us here. Whatever your hurt, whatever your pain, what your weight is, your stress, you end up just feeling stuck. And that's where the broad path of destruction leads. The enemy is trying to isolate us so that eventually he can destroy us. My message title this morning is to live light and to push stress out. And God wants us to know today that no matter how bad it is, you are not stuck. Come on, someone say with me, I am not stuck. Say it again. I am not stuck. There is always a way out. No matter where you are, no matter how bad it seems, the enemy is telling you that you're stuck. I want to tell you this morning, it's a lie. Tell me back again. Tell it to your family members. I am not stuck. One more time. I am not stuck. There's always a Jesus name way out. Come on, somebody. There's always a Jesus name way out. We can encourage anyone today that feels stuck. I want to tell you, you're not stuck. You're not stuck. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. We always have here hope. Everybody say hope. Hope. And that hope comes from God's word. And that's what this series is built on. It's built on hope. As I was preparing to speak to you today, thought about the song. It says, this is how we fight our battles. But I, down in one of the verses that says this, which is so profound for my message this morning, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. You may feel like you're surrounded. You may feel like you're stuck. But I am surrounded by the hope of Jesus Christ. I'm a believer. I'm an apostolic. I've been born again. His spirit lives inside my flesh. And I am surrounded by God. And so we are in safe hands. And we are dispensing hope from Old Town Temecula today to bring hope to somebody that is watching this somewhere on this earth that you need a word from God. And God is saying, you are not stuck. You are not stuck. I'm bringing hope to your life. You need to carry, you don't need to carry rather that weight, no matter how closely it's clinging to you, that through the power of God, you can lay aside the weight, 
Weights produce anxiety. Anxiety produces stress. My series is stress out. Not stress out like, whoa. It's more like stress, you got to go. Hey, stress, get out. Maybe I should have added the word get there. Stress, get out. You're already stressed out. That's why we're preaching. But the power of God enables you to have hope that I'm not stuck and I'm going to get the stress out of my life and I'm going to bring some normalcy back to who I am. I want to tell someone again this day, you do not have to carry that weight no matter how closely it's clinging to you. Because he's the founder and the perfecter of our faith who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, which was his weight. He despised the shame. He got rid of the shame. We have a powerful God. We have a powerful God. No matter how deep you're into this, you are not stuck in Jesus' name. I want somebody to do this in your house, wherever you are. Say, I am not stuck in Jesus' name. Come on, say it, shout it out with authority. I am not stuck in Jesus' name. We are declaring we're not stuck, and we're going to play the God card, the power of God. In Jesus' name, I'm not stuck. And what is an impossible for man is easy thing for God. And he will put your situation out. If you'll talk to him, if you'll pray with him. You see, this is what I think. It makes God's day when he can help with joy. When he can help us out of our situation where he can help us get stress out. And the key to unlocking the power of God in your life is admitting that I have weakness. So as I kind of close and wind down this morning, what area in your life is a weight? And what area in your life is bringing stress and anxiety? I want you to identify that because I'm going to pray for it before we conclude. Our culture today really wants us to believe that we're stuck. Hey, that's just the way life is. I was born this way. I got myself into it. I got to get myself out of it. No, where, where's the power of God? If those are true statements, then God has no power. Well, we know God has power, so that has to be a false statement. Stress, you have to go. Stress, I command you to leave my house. Stress, I rebuke you out of my mind. Stress, and then you fill in the blank and you say whatever is appropriate for the situation that you're in. Stress. Psalms 139, search me, O God. I don't trust myself. I don't know my heart. God, you know my heart better than me. 
Let's use anxiety and stress against the enemy. Let's leverage that to show the power of God working in us. In your own life right now, do an assessment of the weight that you're carrying. Do an assessment and inventory in your own life. Stress, stress and anxiety that you're facing. If you're a follower of Almighty God, then you have the authority, the power, the dominion to speak to anxiety and minimize and do away with according to the profound word of God. At some point we need to turn things over to God. And what really causes stress is when we try to fix it. And I'm going to have to get to the point that I stop leaning on my own understanding and I lean into Proverbs 3, 5. And I trust the Lord in all my ways. Now, understand, listen to me, folks. Okay? That is easier said than done and that's easier preached. But it's a valid scripture that we need to lean into. What helps me lean into that and to kind of get my hand and my mind around it is preaching and teaching, worship, the Word of God. These things are the supernatural. And they, it can blow in like a rushing mighty wind. And it can just blow stress out. The Spirit of God can blow anxiety out. The Spirit of God can just sweep out fear. Why? Because we're a child of the King. It's not His will that we live in fear. It's not His will that we are shackled by anxiety. And I've come to preach against it this morning. And I've come to give you hope. I've come to give you a recipe for power. Hallelujah. If you're able to stand with me today, I'm going to conclude in prayer. Our praise team is going to come back with another worship set. You can worship with them. Let's just linger in the presence of God for a moment. Heavenly Father, today we thank you for the profound prophetic word. I pray, God, that it does not go forth void, but it is touching hearts and minds and spirits. And the stress is moving out. And the stress is vaporizing and evaporating. Because the word of God swoops in like a rushing mighty wind. God, let somebody in their mind have a book of Acts experience where they said there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And that rushing mighty wind blows out stress and anxiety and the weights that beset us, God, that we refocus on the power of God even though we cannot congregate yet. God, you are in every home, every mobile device, every screen, every television, Lord. You are there bringing power and hope. And the Spirit of God is leaving Old Town to make it up and touching every listener today. I believe that according to the Word, my faith says, yes, it is so. And we are not stuck, God. No, 
We live a great, incredible life, and we're very thankful. But I pray those, God, that have slowed down will feel an anointed word today for their life and their family. Let us receive the word in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.